1: It's time for the B-A-Q-A-A, the B-A-Q-A with Tiffany, the B-A-Q-A with Mandate, but she ain't here today. The B-A-Q-A with Victory, the B-A-Q-A-A, we have a guest in the still. Her name is Victory Banwo and so Victory is, I don't even know. I, I mean, we gonna see if she's a dream catcher, if she a mentee, what's Victory? But she is going to ask two questions of me today. And if you would like to be in the stew in any moment in time or just have a question answered, you can go to brownambitionpodcast.com, click click, contact us. You can go and slide in our DMs at brownambitionpodcast on IG, the BA podcast on Twitter, brownambitionpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, all those ways. You could be like Victory in the stew. Welcome, Victory. How are you?
2: Hi, Tiffany. I'm good. I'm actually a mentee. So that's, that's where I'm from. I'm from the Patreon community and it's been such an awesome, I think it's already almost a year since, you know, you started mentoring us. So it's been awesome.
1: Yay! so she's part of my mentor (laughs) tiffany.com that's awesome so y'all are are, most of y'all know me as the budgetista obviously personal finance but i've been in business for over 50 years i mean 50 yeah right girl i've been in business for 15 years and i've made about 50 million dollars about give or take in business i mean i've got a new york time bestseller award-winning podcast um just like there's so many things in business that I've done, online school, I've had a marketing company, um, just so many things that I've done in business, and I, I get the request of mentorship all the time, and I already have like 10 to 15 like in-person mentees that I talk to on the phone or see in person, and but the requests just kept pouring in, so I said, well, let me see what it would look like to maybe mentor people um, digitally, and so I started mymentortiffany.com. And victory joined and so now she's here so victory now you get to ask me a question up close and in personal and so up close and personal if you want to be a mentee um it's just my mentor tiffany.com um and you can join us on over there it's 20 bucks a month i mean at least while i'm recording this who knows what to be by the time you listen to it but <laughs> all right victory what's your first question
2: yes yeah, so my question really tiffany is um how do i structure my budget you know you talk about personal finance a lot and i really a lot of the things that you suggested are very helpful. And even from the book, Structured My Budget. But my question now is, for somebody who's starting a business, how do I make my dollars stretch to where I'm able to cover my bills, meet my personal financial goals, but then also fund a business? I don't necessarily want to get a VC or an investor. I want to fund the business myself. But I'm trying to figure out how to structure my budget in such a way that I make my money stretch, if that No, it makes, makes a lot of sense. Or even... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Or even one. Mm -hmm. Or is it, I guess, is it too, is it reaching for too much to say, hey, I want to reach my personal financial goals and also invest in the business? Do I have to pick one or, you know, how, what do you suggest? Well,
1: Victory, I'll say that one, you don't, I want you to be a business, to be a, a really good business owner, founder, you have to learn to be super flexible. So one, it might look like in the beginning, you're not a hundred percent entrepreneur. Like I wasn't in the beginning, I started the Budgetista, which was making me $0. $0.000. But I was babysitting. I was tutoring. I was doing all this other stuff. I had unemployment because at the time I'd lost my job. And that's really what, how I was paying bills. The business did not pay me anything for the first few years. So don't be afraid to have other things fund, like whether you have like a job, like a regular job and it's funding your business. There's nothing wrong with that. Like very few businesses make money straight out the gate enough to support you. So it's okay not to be a hundred percent entrepreneur. You might even have a business before the business. So um, I know a woman, Um, her name is Arsha. Arsha has this um company called she, uh, Capital DC, wait, Capital City Mambo Sauce. It's like um a mix between like barbecue sauce and like ketchup, I don't know, it's very popular in the DMV, which is DC, Virginia, Maryland area, mambo sauce in general. So Arsha knew she wanted to do this sauce, but a physical product is very expensive to produce. And so what she did was, years before she was able to launch that, she started a t-shirt business, which is very print on demand because a lot of these companies print full, someone can order it and they won't print it until it's ordered, so they don't have any waste you know, and so she started to teach her business called Tease in the Trap. And so that business required next to no overhead. She just had to figure out whatever her designs were and people would buy the T-shirt, the place would print it and mail it for her and she would get money. And so she stacked up on that money and that easier business so then she was able to fund the business that really needed money. Does that make sense? So the Nista has done that too. So the budgetista was the business of Tiffany. Right, so that's like speaking engagements. That doesn't really cost me anything. That's like um, I've done like um, spokesperson work. That doesn't cost me anything. So when I launched the literature Academy, it cost me a lot of money because I had to get the platform. I had to pay the instructors. I could not have launched the academy from the gate. I did the budgetista for the first five or six years, and then the budgetista had enough money to lend this new company money. It was like maybe thirty thousand dollars that the budgetista had squirreled away gave it to the academy to get started and then the academy over over the year or two paid it back to budgetista so you can self fund through like a business before the business you can self fund through just working uber you know like all those other things you know so you want to get really creative and flexible about how you fund the business if you don't want to take cuz i don't have any outside investments i don't have any loans any debt now i'm not saying you don't you shouldn't do those things i'm just saying since what you're saying victory it sounds like you don't want to do those things so that's how it's a slower path to do you know that way but it's a to me it allows us to sustain because i don't owe anybody any money i don't have any debt and i own all of my businesses 100
2: right and that makes a lot of sense because i've also done different like side hustles if you will just to you know have some extra income but it sounds like if i'm more what you're saying is if i'm being more intentional about saying hey i'm going to do this side hustle to particularly put, gather that capital for the business versus having to maybe go for outside funding or take out a loan or do something
1: like that. Exactly. And I'm not saying you shouldn't take out a loan. I'm saying that, you know, you want to be mindful that like, if I take out this loan, there are terms. So the terms are, you know, you have to pay it back within a certain amount of time. Will I, do I think the business would be up and running? I like for me, I call the bank of so I'm like, because she's a lot more lenient and in case I don't have the money to pay back just yet. She's like, all right, girl, you got one more year, you know? And so I built a business where the overhead was low, <laughs> you know? The cost to start it was low so I can make money, so I can do other things. So if I ever wanted to launch another business, I probably would do it again. I would just go to the budgetista and say, hey, girl, can you lend me money to start this other thing and I'll pay you back?
2: That is smart. That is smart. You have me thinking now, I'm thinking what about ideas or what I can do to the business before the business, just, you know, brainstorming.
1: We're actually going to take a quick break and then we're going to take your second question because you got me, girl, we're here. So um, take a quick break, we're going to pay some bills and we'll be back with Victory. She's in the stew. Victory's one of my mentees um, from my mentor, Tiffany.com. She's in the studio and we'll be back in one quick second.
0: Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Just visit squarespace.com slash brownambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is gonna give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you gotta do is visit betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at betterment.com. Investing involves risk, performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Security. Securities. betterment is not a bank
1: do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about i did Mm-hmm. do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time-consuming raise your hand i know it's you okay rocket money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps lower your bills yes I can see all my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions, okay? So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Ambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash Brown Ambition, rocketmoney.com slash Brown Ambition. And we're back in black and Brown Ambition with Victory in the Stew. She is here to ask us a i don't know whatever question i have not pre-heard these questions i like to i like to have my questions on the fly so i'm curious as to victory's question um go ahead victory the floor is yours what's your second question
2: so my second question is about traveling really i know you've you've talked some about you know some of the travels that you've done and because my business involves going to nigeria and i have to do a lot of traveling so what are some i guess advice or tips that you have about how to make the best of traveling since i do have to travel internationally a lot. And, you know, those aren't like cheap flights or, you know, tickets and hotels and things.
1: No, this is great. So this is more like a budget needs question. So, yes, I do travel a lot. So one of the things, Victory, like for travel, I, I, there's a new tip I just learned. So I'm going to put a pin in that one. But one is I try my best, you know, when it makes sense to be loyal to a specific airline because I can earn points in order to then to earn points for free travel, you know, and then I also try my best if I was going to buy when I buy my tickets to specifically get a credit card specifically geared toward earning points for travel. So Chase makes a good Chase Venture card. Capital One has a good one. Amex is pretty good for travel, you know, so to earn points. So like right now, like, for example, I've earned enough points. Um I, I have an Amex um, Platinum card and I had that for my business. You know, and so we put all of our business expenses on it. And as a result, I have enough points for like a ton of travel. And so you want to maximize that, you know, like um, if you're going to use a credit card, use it for it to earn you travel points. Also, too, like, I mean, I know you're traveling internationally, but in general, like right now I'm in a hotel and I try to stay within the Bonvoy family. That's like Marriott and things because you earn points there, too. So I can earn free nights. I can earn free upgrades. So. One of the best ways to navigate with travel is to, you know, to try your best to stick to loyalty when it makes sense. If the difference is like hundreds and hundreds of dollars in tickets or whatever, it might not, but I try to be loyal so that way I can get additional points um, toward additional free travel. Um, something else that I've heard is, I don't know if you've ever heard of a have you heard of a VPN? So VPNs are these ways to log in. So I use it for the first time when I went to Bali um, a year or so back. It allows me to look like I'm not in Bali online. There's a, a whole bunch of VPNs. They're not too terribly expensive. It allows you to log in from whatever country you want when you're on your computer. And so I was having a hard time logging into my social media in Bali because Facebook, Instagram, they all thought that I was trying to hack into my own account. So I had to get a VPN, which basically is, I can't remember what it stands for, but it allows me to say, even though I'm in Bali, my computer looks like it's still in, in um, the United States. And with VPNs, what people use them oftentimes to like, um, if, if like for example, the Netflix that you see in Nigeria is not the Netflix that you'll see in the US. So with the, if you're logged in under your VPN, you can watch whatever people in Nigeria are watching via Netflix. But what's really great about it is that There are certain times when you can buy flights, you can say, if I bought my flight looking like I was in Nigeria on the United website, you actually might save money. So you can get this VPN and say, if I bought my flight as if I was in France buying my flight from the U.S. to Nigeria. So I just saw that hack the other day. I was like, wow, my sister, who is actually in Nigeria right now, my sister Lisa and my sister Tracy, they're in Nigeria right now. Lisa said she used that to save $300 on her flight. She used it to look like I'm going to buy my flight, but I'm not going to look like I'm buying my flight In America, I'm in, I'm even though I'm sitting in Jersey City and in in New Jersey, I'm gonna have my VPN say I'm in Nigeria because for whatever reason, the algorithm is making the flight um, less money, you know, by buying it like from like as if I'm located in a different country. So that's another way to save as well. Yes. And then also, too, truthfully, there are some really great travel, especially if you're traveling a lot. Like I like to follow travel hackers on social media. Because sometimes they'll come up with a thing. You're like, "What well, I didn't know that. Something new will have come out. You know, like whenever I'm looking for flights, I always put on my incognito window, like in Google, because I don't want them to track me. Because every time I go to look for a flight, all of a sudden the price goes up because they know I'm looking and I'm interested. And so... But these, I mean, all of these like kind of like travel hackers, you know, they'll let you know, like probably what's the best credit card to use that. Like I said, that VPN hack was one that was really good. You know, there's all of these like travel hacks. So if you're traveling a lot, you know, I would I would be following some of these people on like I know like the the points guy, Onika, the traveler. She's a black woman who does it. I love to follow them because it, it really helps me figure out like, oh, OK, I didn't even know that hack. I'm going to try that, you know, so that's those are some hacks for you.
2: Yeah, those are definitely very helpful. I'm going to try the VPN one and, and see if it makes a difference.
1: <laughs> yeah, let me know. Like I said, my sister, Lisa's in Nigeria right now. She was like, hey work, I saved $300. I was like, "Ooh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for coming on Victory. I hope this was helpful. I, are you enjoying your mentee experience? Oh my
2: goodness. Yes. Yes, I am. And I was one of the lucky ones. I got in at the 10 bucks a month and I'm never leaving.
1: Uh You're stuck with me. Uh, So I told people, they thought I was playing. Now it's 20, which is still a really amazing deal, obviously, you know, but one day it might be 30 or 40 or 50. I mean, I have friends who have mentorship programs and it's $10,000 for the year, you know, 20,000, 60,000 for the year and people pay, you know, and I'm not looking to do all that, but. Certainly I'm like I really enjoy teaching and I don't just enjoy teaching about money. I really like to teach about business too. So it's like another part of myself that I get to express. Um you never share. Where 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 do you live, um, Victory? I used to live in Dallas, Texas, but I recently just moved to Atlanta for a new job. Okay. So hopefully I'll be in Atlanta this year sometime. You know, we'll do a mentee meetup, we'll, you know, we'll all have dinner because that'll be a lot lots of fun. But yeah, I really love pouring into you guys. I love hearing like all of the, you know, the success stories. And like, I just feel like the the thing about business is that you start off at like level one, you know and then over time you, that's why I said that flexibility is so important that your business will tell you what it needs to grow and to flourish. And it's up to you to be flexible, to twist and turn and add and subtract based upon the feedback you're getting from the people you're serving, but also your business too. You know, and over time, you know, if you do that consistently and you stay consistent and flexible, then, you know, success is something that is definitely on the horizon. So I hope and wish and know success for you, Victory, because you're already asking these questions. You're taking steps forward. So you know, I can't wait to hear more about how your business flourishes forward.
2: Thank you so much. I love being a mentee. And like I said, I'm never leaving. So it is what it is.
1: Well, if you want to be a mentee and you're listening, you're like, oh, I'm missing out. I'm part of the BA family, but I'm not a part of the mentee family. Go head on over to MyMentorTiffany.com for 20 bucks a month. You get to jam out with 3,800 other mentees. It's largely women, but we do have a handful of guys. We don't turn anyone away. It's awesome sauce over there. And if you want to be on the podcast, you can go to BrownAmbitionPodcast.com and click contact us if you want me to answer a question in the stew or just like read your question out loud. Brian ambition podcast at gmail.com um, and da, 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 Brian ambition podcast on IG, slide in the DMs or the BA Podcast on Twitter. Okay. Um, until next time, thank you, Victory, for coming to the stew with us today. And I will see you, Brian Ambition family, another day, another dollar. Bye, Victory. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for having me.
0: Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition podcast is produced by Imani Crosby and Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru. I am your co-host, Mandy Woodruff Santos, and we will see you all next week, BA fam.